This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, February 10th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Vegan Creamery sues CDFA. Processors concerned over skyrocketing insurance rates. Conservationists are not happy with the water portfolio. Responses to Governor Newsom's draft water resilience portfolio starting to be made public following the close of the comment window on Friday. Continuing a series of harsh criticisms on Newsom's approach to water policies, the advocacy group Restore the Delta called the proposal mute on strategies for helping Delta communities adapt to climate change. The group's letter argues the proposals predominantly benefit agriculture. Its policy analysts also said the portfolio ignores California's fourth climate assessment, which the state completed in 2018. Rural County representatives of California also shared comments on the portfolio last week. RCRC legislative advocate Marianne Waterdam said in a statement that the comprehensive nature of the draft is both its strength as well as its weakness. She requested specific time frames for the many proposals. Without the some sense of these priorities, she added, we are concerned that everything is a priority, effectively translating into nothing being a priority. Vegan Creamery sues CDFA over labeling. In December, CDFA requested a producer of plant-based foods to stop using dairy descriptions on its packaging and marketing. In response, Miyoko Creamery filed a lawsuit on Thursday alleging CDFA violated the company's freedom of speech. We believe this will restrict the advancement of new and sustainable food systems, that CEO Miyoko Skinner told the San Francisco Chronicle. California is supposed to be a progressive state that should be setting a gold standard for fighting climate change. Coronavirus and tariffs stall prune market in China. The California Prune Board has canceled plans for marketing prunes in China this spring, with the State Department having implemented a broad travel advisory over concerns with the coronavirus. In a statement on Friday, the board said it had been seeing significant growth over the previous two decades in China, but the prune industry has faced a 75% tax from retaliatory tariffs for the last two years. Yet the board sees an optimistic future for the market as middle-class incomes rise and diets broaden. Keep in mind, California produces 99% of the U.S. supply of prunes and 40% of the world's supply. The board represents 800 growers and 28 handlers. Food processors warn insurance commissioner of skyrocketing rates. The Western Agriculture Processors Association recently hosted State Insurance Commissioner Ricardo Lara and his staff to discuss skyrocketing rates for property and casualty insurance, according to a WAPA update. Also at the meeting were citrus and fruit groups and a Fresno-based farmers' league. They also shared with Lara challenges with stock insurance for agriculture products, According to WAPA, some processors have seen a rate increase of more than 200% or even unwillingness to cover agriculture commodities for the full value. Covering on-site inventories of product often requires multiple policies. 
This was due mainly to devastating losses from wildfires and some firms leaving the state. A follow-up meeting on the coming months will explore solutions. Interior Secretary to discuss Valley Water issues at Town Hall. The Fryat Water Authority will host a town hall meeting in Tulare County on February 18th with a focus on the San Joaquin Valley's water future. Fryant CEO Jason Phillips will moderate a discussion that afternoon with Interior Secretary David Bernhardt and Republican Representatives Devin Nunes and Representative Kevin McCarthy. You should email Fryant's Mia Swenson if you'd like to attend. Wheeler confident that new WOTUS rule will stand. Andrew Wheeler says a legal battle over the administration's new Waters of the U.S. rule will likely go all the way to the Supreme Court, but he expresses confidence that the justices will uphold the new limits on the jurisdiction of the Clean Water Act. Wheeler warns, however, there may be some lower court decisions against the new rule. EPA mindful of congressional nullification process. If Donald Trump is not reelected this fall, Andrew Wheeler, his EPA administrator, is aware that a Democratic Congress and a Democratic president could undo regulatory changes that are done too close to the end of this administration. The Republican Congress in 2017 worked with the Trump administration to use the Congressional Review Act to kill a series of rules that were finalized late in the Obama administration. Trump proposing rule infrastructure initiative. The president's fiscal 2021 budget is due out today. It will include $25 billion for a new Revitalizing Rural America grant program for high-speed Internet and transportation projects, according to an administration source. No details of the proposal, including how it would be funded, have been provided by the White House or USDA. The budget will request $250 million for the USDA's Reconnect Broadband Loan and Grant Program. That is $300 million less than Congress provided for FY20. For more on what's happening in the nation's capital, read our Washington Week Ahead. Wilbur Ross makes case for continued tariff battles. One of President Trump's core objectives is to rid the world of tariffs, but he'll continue to use tariffs to accomplish that according to Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross. Speaking Friday in Oxford, England, Ross said tariffs are the Trump administration's only tool to motivate trading partners to negotiate away some of their artificial advantages. Without tariffs and the threat of additional tariffs, countries would remain with trade barriers lopsided in their favor. Here's today's He Said It. California stepped up when the Trump administration refused to defend the health of kids, farm workers, and communities from chlorpyrifos. That Governor Newsom, in a statement Friday, flaunting his pesticide ban as a way of also protecting clean air and clean water from President Trump. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, February 10th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.